All right, welcome into our 50th episode of the Empty Bottle Sports Podcast, and we have not gotten canceled yet. We've had a lot of fun over these 50 episodes. <laughs> Let's hope for 50 more and keep this runway going, man, before uh, the inevitable end, but we're going to have fun until that happens. Zane, congratulations, my friend. Corey, we, we're happy to have you along for the ride, and uh, let's just jump right into it, boys. What do you got in front of you to drink? I got a new holland beer to celebrate an illinois win in our our 50th episode too that is pretty exciting i went with the um reds ale but it's peach so it's hard apple peach ale uh it's pretty good i got some larceny bourbon i i just i guess we're just gonna go hard liquor all the way through that's what I should have done. I should have just gone straight to the bourbon with a Illinois win over Nebraska week zero, 50th episode. I was not thinking right for this. It's the only way to deal with the host of the show, I'll be honest <laughs> with you. <laughs> but uh, all right, we love just talking about, uh, I don't know, polarizing people on this show. And why not on our 50th episode, let's talk about another polarizing quarterback. Last week was all about Tim Tebow. This week, Cam Newton was released by the New England Patriots. Where do you guys want to see him land? Or do you even think he's worth signing for anybody? Um, I'll take a stab at this one first. I don't know. We were I was talking about this with a bunch of guys at work too, because it kind of came out live while we were working. And it's like I was trying to think of a team that was desperate for a quarterback. And to be honest, I couldn't really think of one. And I was just like, I mean, maybe Philadelphia. They've probably got a playbook that's similar to his style because they've been you know, prepping for Jalen Hurts, but maybe yeah. maybe they want him, or I mean, maybe the Colts while they deal with the Carson Wentz situation. But the, I feel like the Patriots kind of did him dirty a little bit um, by waiting so long to release him or cut him. Um, but to be honest, I I don't I couldn't think of a team that that he should go play for or a team that would want him to come play for them. Yeah, I was honestly surprised to see him get cut. I just didn't think he was bad enough to get cut. Uh, Corey, where, where do you where do you want to see him land? It's kind of a weird spot. I mean, the league's sort of flush with quarterbacks right now. Most of yeah. them young. It feels like um, I could see. You know, I mean, he's not going to start probably anywhere, barring some kind of terrible, terrible fall off by a starting quarterback. So I could see him getting picked up as a backup. Obviously, so maybe like uh, a Pittsburgh. I mean, I know they've got yeah. um, Ben back, and they're what the Dwayne is it Dwayne Haskins is waiting yeah. behind him. Dwayne Haskins. Oh, is yeah. Mason Rudolph not there anymore? No, his, um, he- his head is still in Denton. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think he's in a trauma ward somewhere, um, courtesy of Miles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he might be at a frat party. I don't know. Um, I just well, I I, I don't know a single. Pittsburgh fan who even wants him on their team um and I don't know that anyone would be too excited about Cam Newton but at least he brings some kind of veteran presence if uh Haskins doesn't pan out and something happens to Ben I don't know you could get him cheap yeah yeah just 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 now I was like I mean maybe go to Washington and wait for Ryan Fitzpatrick to have his four good games and then be bad <laughs> and then you know then he could sneak in for the rest of the season but i to be honest no I they mean, got that magic man behind him. remember last year who was that kid oh Taylor uh, heineke yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah no uh because yeah he no, was still he, there he's he's starting and uh tyler bray is backing him up so there's just a huge <laughs> line there at quarterback so oh my gosh 
All right. Uh, let's keep it in the NFL for one more segment here. Matt Nagy says Justin Fields will start on the practice squad behind Nick Foles and Andy Dalton. So he, I guess somehow um, Justin Fields didn't beat out Nick Foles in the eyes of Matt Nagy. Um, so he's not even a backup. He's just on the practice squad uh, to start out uh, week one. So uh, Corey, I'll start off with you. Um, will Justin Fields ever start while Matt Nagy is a head coach of the Chicago Bears? <laughs> Well, face value, he might get cut tomorrow. Um, <laughs> it's not looking good if you don't like kind of read into it or you don't pay attention, I guess, but he will. I mean, I think this is more of a Matt Nagy protecting him as in like, don't think you're going to be starting week one. Don't get a big head. Don't think you're even going to play the season necessarily unless it's a garbage time. This is kind of what I, I said. They, well, to an extreme, what I said they should do when we last talked about it was protect that uh that high draft pick you just burnt on him and uh pray that he pans out and give him some time to grow before you throw him to the wolves in the nfl yeah i'm i mean, i want to see him out there week one as a fan um i'm not too scared of him getting hurt because i mean it's the game of football you got to go out there eventually right uh but the bears do have a bag of rocks on the offensive line so i, I definitely understand where you're coming from uh, zane when do you think when do you want to see him out there um, I mean, depends on how the season's going. If we're three and oh, and, and Dalton's our man, then I'm fine with the riding the Dalton train. You know, I've been, I'm, I'm fine with that. Andy Dalton's a playoff quarterback. He took this, he took the Cincinnati Bengals to the quarterback or to the playoffs. Yeah, he know? took them there so, like eight years in a row and never won a game. Yeah. But yeah, he's a playoff quarterback. If he's got like the chiefs offensive some roster around him. <laughs> you're, you're right, Corey. We should probably bring in Gardner Minshew. I don't even know what I was thinking. Uh, I was thinking, uh, you might have been thinking as a Bears fan, we suck. It doesn't matter who we <laughs> But uh, I, to be honest, I, yeah, if he doesn't play this season, I'm not going to be probably too worried about it. I, I'm, as a fan, be much more excited to watch him play. Um, I think he's super dynamic, but if the bears are rolling and they're they're you know they're fighting for a playoff spot i'm not going to be up in arms about it you know i want to see the bears win so yeah i feel like matt nagy's got a front row seat whether or not we agree with him or not he's you know so i'm i'm i but i feel like i don't know how he's at the backup i thought nick Foles wasn't even trying i thought he was trying to get <laughs> traded he was just there for the paycheck and all yeah. of a sudden he's like wait i'm the backup He's just there so he doesn't get fined, man. Yeah, it's just, I don't even, I don't know how that happened, but, you know, I guess we'll see. Yeah, I I feel like once you pull Dalton and put Fields in, and then Fields is just average at bat, you just can't take Fields out at that point. You just got to keep him in for the rest of the, the, the season. So maybe he's just trying to prevent that from happening as long as he can until he has to put him in and just keep him in. Yeah, just uh, wait till, he, you know, if we, once we don't have a, a chance at the playoffs, yeah, just get him in there and make sure he gets some reps. But yeah. if we got a chance at the playoffs and Dalton's balling, you know, I'm going to go buy me a 14, baby. <laughs> go buy me a 14 jersey. Wow. Yeah, it might just, be, might just be the temper expectations, you know. Say Dalton goes down with a some kind of injury and their season's not looking great anyway and Nagy just doesn't want to throw their future into the, into the fire, maybe. So they, they can be like, all right, well, Nick Foles, we'll throw you in anyway. Bold prediction, the Bengals are going to regret uh, 
cutting Andy Dalton two years ago when he's hosting Lombardi Trophy on Super Bowl Sunday, and uh, they're going to wish they just cut Burrow right now, and they're going to... I'd say Joe Burrow wins the Super Bowl for Andy Dalton calling it. <laughs> I think Joe Burrow wins the Super Bowl before Andy Dalton gets a playoff win. That's, That's true. Also, because yeah. Joe Burrow's probably going to win the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> It's yeah. what are the uh, betting Justin odds? Fields and Joe Burrow. Super I might put it. I might. I might. You know. I might put a put something down on 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 the Bengals this year. You know. Who knows? Wow. Go for it. All right, boys. Uh, we finally had some regular season football, not preseason like that. Uh, it wasn't many games, but it was a few games, and there was only one Power Five game in the college football slate going on this past weekend. Illinois beats Nebraska thirty to twenty two. Uh, I am very happy because um, I, we just don't get many wins, let alone Big Ten wins at Illinois. So uh, kicked off the Brett Belima era with a great win against Scott Frost, Nebraska Cornhuskers. My question to you guys is after the loss, Scott Frost, I think in his fourth year, and I think he's like 10 and 21 or 12 and 21 over his four years so far. Who has the hotter seat, uh, Scott Frost or Jim Harbaugh? Zane, I'll kick it over to you first, and I'm just going to let Corey just simmer on this one. Yeah, no, that's a good question. I'd probably say, I'd probably say Jim Harbaugh, just because it's a, it's a bigger program. It's going to be a hotter seat, so um, he hasn't been to the playoff. Yeah, but once. Nebraska thinks they're Michigan, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Nebraska thinks they should be with Alabama and the Clemsons and the Notre Dames of the world. Yeah, so I, I would probably say Jim Harbaugh. This is what Corey is fifth going on his fifth year now. Uh, something like that. Something like that. Hasn't been, to, hasn't been to the playoff once, and he keeps losing to his main rivals. That's a that's a big thing. Keeps getting beat by Ohio State and Michigan State. And Michigan State, which there's no excuse anymore. Michigan State is booty. Yeah, Mark Anthony is gone. I can't even. They're not even in the top twenty-five. That's terrible. Yeah, that's terrible. Ball State was right. Ball State's thirtieth. Come on now. Yeah, but that'll fade after week one, and they get blown out by thirty by a high school team. (laughs) We're dude. We're we're cracking top fifteen this year. After they play Bishop. After they play Bishop Sycamore, they're going to drop in the rankings. <laughs> that, fake, God. that fake team from whatever, Ohio. <laughs> that was so funny. I How can't the hell did they that. get a game on ESPN? We should do Dumb that. luck. For our 100th episode, we should form an empty bottle sports team and go up against IMG Academy and live stream it for ESPN. Oh, my God. That'll boost. Yeah. My, boost vote, my vote, Michigan. They're not even in the top 25. That's a joke. He either, he either wins a championship this year or he's gone. Yeah, I mean, you said Ball Whoa. State was, what, 30th? And, well, Michigan, they got they got double the votes as Ball State, man. That's all I'm saying, from 12 to 6. So you just just be careful. And then, sure enough, Illinois is going to be up there, right there with you guys. Corey, what do you think, man? I mean, uh, Jim Harbaugh is definitely have a much, much better record than Scott Frost, but it's just the expectations are so much higher at Michigan, uh, maybe nationally as opposed to Nebraska. I mean, maybe locally in Nebraska, people have high expectations like that, but at least nationally, it's different. Yeah, well, locally in Nebraska, they're just shucking corn and <laughs> trying to fix the antenna on their TV from 1970. Um, I, I think it's – I don't even think this is hard. I, I could see where, like – I could see what Zane's saying because I don't disagree that the seat maybe should be hot. Um, 
because Michigan does have and, and like expectations put on them even by non-Michigan people are way higher than for Nebraska. Everyone looks at Nebraska at this point and they're like, yeah, how did they even get into the Big Ten? But, but when you look at Michigan, it's like, okay, well, historically they've been a big name program. It's, the success is expected and it hasn't quite been what it was expected to be under Harbaugh. Um, I think Frost's seat is way hotter um, and I'll explain why. Um, around Ann Arbor, from what I understand, the big wigs, the, you know, the, the guys that are donating the money to the athletic program, the school in general, don't want him out of there. Um, they were, I, I mean, I think they're probably, if they haven't already, and I don't remember, I, he was looking at, there was rumors at least that he was going to get a big extension, which I don't know that I agree with either. Um, but I don't think his seat's all that hot in actuality. I think that the media like to talk about him because maybe yeah. he should be hotter than it is right um also zane i looked it up because i was curious if you wanted to put that bet in it is at plus fifteen thousand for burrow to take the super bowl this year oh the, the Bengals are uh, for well I, burrow no him all on his own yeah he's gonna go out. <laughs> no <laughs> well, you on, said for burrow to win the super bowl like but joe burrow <laughs> could not be on the tee or he could be injured and the Bengals could win it's the well, I, I said it's Joe Burrow because he's the only good player on the team. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> and he would have to pretty much throw the ball, run under it, and catch it in the end zone every play. Um, Plus but no, 15, for the Bengals. So what is that's that what I saw. What's a $10 bet on that? Like uh, $1,500? $1, or $15,000 maybe? $15,000? bet, fifteen grand. No, fifteen. You guys got to ask me questions. Hold on. Yeah, that, exactly. Yeah. No, I... I I got logistics as my degree, so I know that. I think you lied. I did lie. It would be uh, a ten dollar bet would pay out one thousand five hundred and ten dollars. Yeah, you gotta stay in college. <laughs> it was a good try. Two hundred by a hundred and fifty million dollars. One million dollars. Hey man, I'm putting my money on Akron. I'm gonna be sitting with that kind of change after <laughs> Akron's only plus four thousand, which is super disrespectful if the if the opposing team's minus a hundred thousand. <laughs> I gotta hedge those bets, buddy. Vegas don't lose. Oh my god. All right. Yeah, I I think Scott Frost is on the hotter seat. Uh my my question to you. I mean, it's also actually just an observation. Like, if they can't do it, Scott Frost, national champion with Nebraska, quarterback in 97 or whatever, Jim Harbaugh, quarterback in Michigan. Uh, if those guys can't fix their programs, you know, the prodigal sons, if they can't do it, you know, who can? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, um, I don't know. I don't know. Well, there, so. there are better coaches out there than Scott Frost that yes. you could get. Yes. But are there better coaches than Jim Harbaugh that are right. available that would go to Michigan right now? Right. And also, the fact that Nebraska was in on that 97 championship, I'm, I was two years old, and I'm still angry. Yeah. <laughs> I am still angry. Oh, coaches, retire. You shut up. Go back to your cornfield. Yeah, Jim Harbaugh, without a doubt, is uh, better than Scott Frost. So, um, All right, let's just jump into the fearless playoff predictor, college football playoff, uh, which is, might stay at – four teams for the foreseeable future. Now that um, it only takes one person to vote out, um, not expanding it to 12. And now that um, the SEC is adding Texas and Oklahoma, um, there's a lot of commissioners that are on the board that don't want to expand the playoff, kind of like punishing the SEC for making this move. And uh, so we might not ever get a 12 
team playoff, which kind of sucks, but I'm also okay with not seeing Texas and Oklahoma uh, benefit from their abandonment of the big 12. But Corey, we'll just start off with you, man. Who do you see in the top four of the playoff this year? Um, that is a really tough question. Bama. That's the easy part. Yeah. Um, Very, yeah. Part of me wants to say Oklahoma, but I just, I think, I don't know. They're just so hard to bet on really. Uh, unless you're betting the over. Um, hmm. I'm going to say Bama. I hate it. I'm like about to throw up Ohio state. Um, probably Clemson being in the ACC. That's like pretty much a cakewalk. Notre right. Dame is probably the toughest and that's laughable. And then maybe Iowa state. I mean, All right, yeah. I think they've got an yeah. easier trip, you know? Yeah, it's pretty much they pretty much just have to worry about Oklahoma. I mean, I don't think Texas is a is a thought really. So yeah, I like that pick. I'm gonna go with uh, Alabama, like you, of course. Uh, Ohio State, Clemson, uh, probably those two and three spots, and then the fourth spot. Actually, you know what? I'm going to have is my number one seed actually flipping Alabama and Texas A&M. I'm gonna have them. Uh, number one, because Texas A&M's schedule in SEC is actually pretty easy if you look at it. The only ranked teams that they play right now um, are LSU, their last game um, at LSU. Otherwise, the only other ranked team in the SEC they play is Alabama, and they get them at home. So uh, I like Jimbo Fisher and uh, Texas A&M Aggies winning that game against Alabama and putting them in the playoff, uh, if not the one seed, at least the, the two seed, not that the two or so three you think, seed matters. But. So you think like a one-loss Tamu gets in over maybe a one-loss or undefeated, like say maybe Iowa State? Yes, because they – oh, man. But just – yeah, that's a good point. Because if like you think about it, there's a good chance that Ohio State and Alabama run the board. Clemson yeah. could. And then you've got that fourth spot. Do you take like a Iowa State or even an Oklahoma? I mean, you'd, you'd be taking, you know. Yeah, <laughs> this could Iowa State and Oklahoma could both be one loss teams by the end. Iowa State has to beat Iowa at home. Um, that's a ranked team, so that'd be a good win. They got to beat Texas and Oklahoma right there. That's you know more ranked teams that they play. Uh, so man, it's tough. I would. I would still probably go with Texas A&M. Uh, Georgia's right up there also, but they just have a tougher schedule. Um, but they do avoid Alabama, though. So, But they also play Clemson week one, and that's 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 really tough. So, um, yeah. So, Zane, who do you got in your, your playoff? Let's see. My playoff, we are going to put in at number one, Alabama. All right, they're in there. Lock it in. Um, number two, uh, probably, probably Oklahoma. I, I think I like Oklahoma there. Number three, I think I like UNC. And number three, going to win the ACC. I think Clemson takes a step back this year. They're not going to drop off the map. But I think they take a step back. I'm not too big of a fan of their quarterback. I don't think he's as good as I, so. I agree with you. I think they're going to take Sam a step Howell's back. Howell's legit, dude. He's legit. You think DJ's legit? He, I, he's no, not Trevor Lawrence. Court. Oh, you're talking about Clemson. I thought you were talking about UNC's quarterback. 
Oh, no, no, no. I was talking about your uh, Clem- how you were saying Clemson was taking a step back. And I was like, yeah, I agree with you because I don't, I don't like that quarterback as much as Trevor, that DJ. Yeah, I think they'll be good. I think they're still loaded with talent. But I just think – I think UNC beats them in the ACC championship, sneaks in at number three. And then at number four, I think um, wild card number four slot, Arizona State, Herm Edwards. Oh, I love me some Herm. They got they got Jaden Daniels quarterbacks yeah. probably going to be a top five pick next year. Uh, I'll pick them to sneak in at number four. All right, yeah, all right. I have North Carolina losing to VTech Week One. <laughs> Corey, why do you do that to me, <laughs> I hate Corey? To say it. Why do you do that was, to me, man? I wasn't sure if I did it or not, but I just pulled up my best slip and I was like, "Ooh, Zane, no, I hate to say it, which yeah. I mean, that might help you because I'm bad at this." <laughs> All right, we'll find out. Betting on North Carolina and Georgia Tech. It's uh, North Carolina and VTech. Yeah, VTech. And and VTech gets UNC at home also. So, who knows? Week one. Miles Future, he's legit. All right, let's go to our ride or die section. Uh, if you guys remember from last season, if you've been sticking with us, we usually do two picks for this, but uh, just since we don't have an NFL slate and we have a little bit less games to to go off of. Um, and also just MLB is the only other sport that we got going on too. So we're just going to stick with college for these picks. I am going Boise state plus plus one seventy over UCF and they're at uh, UCF in Orlando, I think is where UCF plays, I think. Um, but both really, or at least Boise state, a great historical program out in the mountain West. And then UCF, the, the startup that Scott Frost brought them to a national, or at least in his eyes, championship at 13 and 0 victory over the peach bowl. Um, and then after that, you know, that's actually his only his winning season as a head coach is 13 and 0. all the other seasons. I think he went like zero and 12, the first season, and then like five and seven, the next, and then 13 and 0. And then he went to Nebraska and has not had, and then he's 12 and 21. So, um, what happens when you play good teams? Yeah. <laughs> um, man, it just shows you what one magical season can get you in a paycheck. So, that is my pick Boise State plus 150. Corey, what you got for your ride or die pick? Um, by the way, uh, if you guys remember, these picks have to be at least plus 150 in the money line. Yeah. So, I'm going to go with. IU, I know a lot of my boys uh, and girls yeah, around here. I live in Indiana. A lot of them are going to be chewing their fingernails for this one. But I think that uh, IU is going to take down Iowa. Um, I believe it's at Iowa. And uh, that's always a scary game. You hate to play it Iowa. Is. They're, they're like is. that team that, like, they never, they're never really going to do anything, probably, I hate to say it, other than ruin other teams' seasons um, yeah. for funsies. Uh, but I think IU returning a ton of talent and being a legitimate threat to Ohio State in the Big Ten last year. If it weren't for like a <clears throat> Penix interception, they probably would have beat Ohio State last year, or at least come very, very close. So, take an IU. I like that. I like that gutsy pick. Zane, what you got for your uh, ride-or-die pick this week? Yep, ride-or-die. We're uh, sticking in the Big Ten for my pick as well. going to pick Penn State to beat Wisconsin at uh, plus 184. Um, that's going to be an intriguing Big Ten matchup. Let me double check something really quickly. Just remind everybody that we we're going to do these week to week instead of a season by uh, season result. So plus one, if you're in the plus one hundreds, one point. Plus two hundreds, two points, and plus three hundreds, three points. 
I'm just going from week to week too. Yeah. So Penn State ranked 19th, Wisconsin ranked 12th. So, I mean, preseason rankings are kind of a coin toss anyway, but it should be a showdown um, of pretty two pretty good programs here. Um, so I'll take Penn State at plus 184. Yeah, I'm surprised the it's that big of a spread for Penn State and, and Wisconsin. Uh, but you know, Wisconsin's pretty you know Camp Randall great at home. So we'll, we'll see if Penn State can live up to the hype that they got going for them. Wisconsin just dumped a one or two of their running backs or some sort of scandal brewing over there. Oh, really? I, I got to look into that. Anything yeah, bad was better for Illinois. <laughs> hey, it's better for all of the big 10. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's jump into our confidence meters for our own college football teams. Illinois beat Nebraska start the season one and oh, uh, my bar is a lot lower because I just want to get to six and six for a bowl game. And I'm just running up and down the street uh, celebrating. So we are one sixth of the way there to that goal. So I'm feeling pretty good. And also we just looked competent, like as a team, they just had, you could just tell that game plan that they had could be continued uh, for the rest of the season and just on uh, future seasons too. And I just really liked what I saw from Brett Lima as a coach and, uh, what he's schemed up so far. So um, I have a pretty high confidence level for my team to get to that six and six mark. Corey, what about your Michigan Wolverines? What are your expectations for them this season? Um, to give me a heart attack and put me in an early grave um, <laughs> as, as they try to do every season. I'm going to put the over under on wins at eight, maybe eight and a half. We'll stick at eight games. Um, I think they could excel this year and, and be a threat in the big 10. It's, it's going to hinge on the defense. You know, we've got a whole new system, I believe coming in. We, we dumped our, our defensive coordinator um, because he couldn't adapt to being out uh, ha- having lesser athletes compared to like the Ohio state. Yeah. So you know, when we play mid-level to even like, high mid-level teams in the Big Ten, we would usually be able to out-athlete them. We get to the Ohio State game, and suddenly they're on a different level of recruiting, you know, and apparently um, developing than we are. So we get to them and get absolutely starched because we like to play man defense and get torn to shreds over the inside um, slant routes. But if, if the defense is good, then we have a legit shot at – breaking that eight, nine game win, win level there. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be tough. They got uh, Wisconsin on the road, uh, Michigan state on the road and uh, Penn state on the road, but you do get Ohio state at home, Indiana at home and Northwestern at home, uh, some pretty good schools and it's a tough schedule, but um, you know, Michigan's got a lot of talent and hopefully the coaching to change the narrative for their season. Zane, what are you feeling about ball state, man? I mean, Mac defending Mac champions. I mean, that's, that's pretty awesome. Oh yeah. We're here to stay. No doubt. <laughs> uh, get ready, get ready. When they expand the playoff, get ready for ball state. Uh, probably I, I could see us finishing in the top 25 again this year. Coming off a, a momentum game against uh, San Jose State, ranked San Jose State in that bowl game. Uh, we'll be looking good this year. You guys better watch out uh, for Cardinal Nation. I'm looking pretty high. If we're doing, I, I was listening. Are we doing numbers? Eight yeah. out of 10 confidence level. Yeah, I don't know. Sure. All right. Yeah, cool. Cool. Who are you most worried about when you're coming up against the rest of that action? Um, No one. I'm just, we're just, we're, <laughs> 
We're looking ahead to Bama. It's not even a problem. We're, <laughs> we're looking I ahead. I hope it happens. So. That'd be amazing. <laughs> I would love that. But, I mean, I like week two, they go to Penn State, and, like, that is a huge trap game for uh, Penn State, in my opinion, because – um, I don't know. You just because uh, Penn State has Auburn coming to town that next weekend, and they just might be overlooking uh, Ball State, and Chirp Chirp Nation might come in and, and make a huge upset, ruining their season. That would be insane if Penn State loses to Wisconsin, loses to Auburn, and then their third loss, then three games is to Ball State at home. That would be. Oh my God! Tell me that's a night game under the lights. Come on, I want to hear some chirping under the lights in Penn State. It's, it's an afternoon game, three thirty. So oh. it's. It's going to be uh, – at least the second half is going to be in the under the lights. So, um, all 50 fans that travel there are going to be storming the field for uh, <laughs> Ball State. All right, boys. Well, congratulations on the 50th episode. Hopefully, we'll get many, many more after this. Uh, everybody, we appreciate you coming along for the ride. Zane, Corey, how are your drinks? Mine was – tasted even better now that we're celebrating. Uh, yeah. My Red's Hard Apple Peach, very good. Yeah, the uh, the Larceny is, you know, it's not my favorite, but it, it does the trick. You know, it's still liquor. <laughs> All right, we got football back and everything just feels right in the world, man. It just feels awesome. So looking forward to an awesome college slate. Zane, looking forward to seeing you in a couple of days when we go down to the Illinois game for Labor Day weekend. And it's a, it'll be a fun night game to spend in the weekend down there. It'll be a good time. Yeah, it's going to be really good. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. And we'll talk to you again soon.